The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. And welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod. Thrilled to be here with you on this Thursday. We've got a great show for you. Great guest. And we're going to have a good time. So, uh, so delighted, though, to be here with you. And we want you to know right from the start that this entire show, this entire hour is meant to be interactive. We want to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your concerns. Uh, our guest today is an amazing young woman that's going to be joining us in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, her name is Danny Bowman. She is a fantastic artist. She owns her own animation studio, Danimation Entertainment. And she's always working on so many different projects. I'm always in awe of her. I'm not sure, we'll ask Danny like where she is in her 20s right now, because I remember meeting her as a teenager and she already had illustrated two children's books and owned her own animation studio when she was a teenager. Uh, she's also an international speaker and she identifies herself as a self-advocate. So we're going to be thrilled to have her with us. I think I'm going to ask her if that's how she identifies herself. Um, but we're going to have her join us. She's been on the show before and she's just such a delight. So Danny Bowman is going to be with us in a little while. But um, before that, I want to remind you guys of a bunch of things. That, plus, we have some business to take care of, as you know. Um <laughs> But first of all, I want to remind you that, as I said, the show is meant to be interactive. So we want to hear from you. And there's lots of different ways that you can participate. We are live right now on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter, and maybe on Periscope. It's a day-by-day -day thing with Periscope. I don't know. Um, but we're also live right now on our homepage, autism-live.com. For those of you who are watching and watching picture and sound, you can see on the screen that... Traven is showing you all the different ways that you can connect with us. Don't forget that Twitter at Autism Live Show. We're wanting you guys to be tweeting at Bill Maher. Uh, tweet hashtag Give Bill Solar, but send him uh, our video that's on our Facebook about asking for his help. We need him to cover this story about the Department of the Defense and and what they are currently doing because it's not right. So yeah, there it is. Uh, thank you. Give Bill Solar. So um, also we podcast this show everywhere your you get your podcasts. We should now be available. If you see that we aren't, please notify us of that because Traven is particularly fabulous about making sure that we are places that you guys can find us. But take a look at all the different ways that you can connect with us. iHeartRadio, Spotify, 
you know, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Podcasts. Where aren't we, right? Uh, So please check that out. If you're watching or listening to us in podcasts and you're thinking, ah, I'm missing out on that interactive feature, I have questions. There are a couple of different ways that you can get your question answered on the live show. There is a place to put your questions in the chat on our homepage, autism-live.com. And you can also, if it's longer and um, you want to make I mean, I always see the ones that are posted in there, but you can also email me at s.penrod at autism-live.com. S as in Sam dot, that's the period, right? Penrod, P as in Peter, E as in egg, N as in Nancy, R as in robot, O as in Oscar, D as in dog, at autism. I think you know how to spell that. Then there is a hyphen. It's that dash in the middle live, L as in lollipop, I as in igloo, V as in Victor, E as in egg.com. And you can always email me. I love to hear from you guys, right? But I, but I check out as many places as I possibly can in a given day. We apologize in advance that we cannot answer all of the questions that you guys send on the live show anymore. We just don't have enough time. But if you are persistent, ask the question more than once. I do notice when you ask the question more than once and try to squeeze your question in whenever I can, whenever we have experts, which leads me to my next thing that we have lots of experts here with us on the show. I'm not one of them. I am a mom. That's my credential. I'm also a former teacher. Very proud of both of those things. And uh, I'm a mom of an individual who was diagnosed with autism at the early age of two and a half and had access to, I think, the best um, services that there are. We had access to good ABA at the Center for Autism and Related Disorders, which is not to be confused with Center for Autism and Related many other things that there are other places, but CARD is where we receive, this is why we talk about CARD a lot because I'm a huge fan. I have the ultimate um, gratitude gratitude. My son was two and a half, was considered nonverbal because he wasn't being productive. He didn't have functional communication. He still, he had been speaking in sentences and then lost all of it and still could say maybe two, three, at the most four words and would say them repetitively, um, but not conversational. So he would just spin in a circle and say, dog, 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 dog. Um, And, you know, we as parents were like, what's happening? and terrified because we didn't understand what was happening. We were so lucky. And when we got lucky, we worked hard. Um, And it's a little bit of both, right? I said the other day that I have a friend who has a pillow that says the harder we worked, the luckier we got. And I think that that's true, but I also think that sometimes people are just stinking lucky. And I admit that we got stinking lucky. And then we worked really hard. Um, And nobody worked harder than my son. He is off to college in the fall. We're still we're in that, that period where we're still waiting to hear from a couple of colleges, but he has many choices to make. And I will alert the media and you when he decides where he's going. We still have, I think, uh, eight colleges to hear from. So I don't know. Hold, you know, hanging on to myself. As Ileana Benson says, heal yourself, right? Uh, I'm trying to stay out of it. But how lucky am I? How lucky am I? And so my mission here and the mission of Autism Live is to provide information and inspiration. And I have a responsibility to provide as much of that as I possibly can because I got so lucky. 
but don't confuse me with the experts, right? We have lots of experts. I believe me, I have an opinion. Uh, after 16 years in this community and over 10 years of covering autism in a journalistic point of view and interviewing everybody I can get my hands on, both before I was hosting a show and after, believe me, I have an opinion on everything. Uh, that doesn't just, it just doesn't mean it's valid. It's not an expert opinion. And I like to tell on myself that way. But, you know, happy, happy to give my, I call it my informed opinion to almost anybody. I try not to give it unless asked. There we go. Not, not always good on that. But in any case, don't confuse me with one of the experts. We have experts here for you to do that. And we have access to experts. So if you have a question, you can write it in and, and I can find an expert. So there we go. Now, having said all of that, because I don't want to be late for our guest, it is time. It's that time of the show when we like to give you the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey, nani, nani, are the experts talking about? Why do they come up with these jargon terms? Do we really have to know them? And for the first two years, I said, no, I'm not participating in this foolishness. Talk to me as and explain it to me as somebody who doesn't have a degree in psychology. Come on. Then I realized that that was taking up a great deal of time that could be devoted towards helping our family to figure out what we needed to do and helping my son to be able to learn and grow. So then I got with the program and quickly turned to the dark side because once you learn these things and you go, oh, well, that's a much quicker way of saying that, you'll find you're using the jargon as well. So, we, you know, but we get overwhelmed and we can't get overwhelmed. So we take it a little bite at a time. How do you eat the elephant? One bite at a time. So our bite today is an important one. And it's one that we're all going to relate to. First, we give you the actual definition. I make fun of it because that's who I am. And then we give you a working definition. And I try to put it into a context for you so that you can start to recognize it. But please be gentle with yourself. If you don't get it the first time, you know, let's all hug ourselves. It's going to be okay. Some of these things are hard and you got to, you got to hear it, see it, hear it, see it before you go, ah, I think I, I think I know what that is. I can recognize that. Um, and then you can start to understand it in the context of other things. And then your head kind of goes, and then you're using jargon all the time. Uh, okay. I'm saying good morning to Parker. Parker, I'm so glad you're here with us today. Uh, okay. So let's take a look at today's jargon term. I saw it already this morning. Escape maintained behavior. Doesn't this sound like something having to do with prisons? It doesn't. I can tell you right now that most of us, I'm holding my hand up, guilty as charged, uh, are engaging in some kind of escape maintained behavior today. <laughs> I'd almost be willing to guarantee it. I can tell you I am engaged in escape maintained behavior, even as we speak. So let's take a look at what is this? What is this? If we're all doing it, what is it? And why are we doing it? Okay, let's take a look at our actual definition for escape maintained behavior. It's behavior that is maintained by the ability to escape. Well, thank goodness we cleared that up. All right. Well, that's about as useful to me as a torn tissue. Do you know what I'm saying? I love it when people give us definitions and just rearrange the chairs on the Titanic. So let's wipe that to the side and let's move on to a less than perfect uh, working definition. Things we do to get out of doing something else. You want to know what escape maintained behavior is? Talk to the writer in your life. 
because writers engage in escape maintained behavior all the time. You know, the writer who decides to play, I'm just going to play two games of solitaire before I have to write the thing that I have to write. If you love a writer, you know what I'm talking. If you want to get me to write something, the quickest way to do that is to force me to write something that I don't want to write, because then suddenly I'm willing to write that, the other thing to get out of doing the first thing. It's true. Um, what are you not doing today? I think this is probably the part of the question of the day, but think about it. Think about all the things that you do. And here's the thing that's particularly poignant about escape maintained behavior is that even when we're engaged in it, it doesn't matter if it's only for a couple of seconds. Have you ever seen somebody who's like, okay, I got to do, I, I had to send a text the other day that I did not want to send. I just, and I'd been putting it off for two weeks and it was a nothing thing. I just didn't want to do it. I was like, oh, like if it says this or if it says that, I don't want the ramifications. And I was telling a friend and the friend was saying, just do it. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it in just a second. But hey, did I tell you? And she was like, what are you doing? Stop it. Just send the text. And I was like, yeah, no, no, I will. As soon as we get off the phone. And she said, Shannon, stop. I'm not saying another word to you until you send that text. Because I was doing all these little things just to postpone it for even a second, even a second of postponing it because I was uncomfortable. I didn't want to send the text. And then guess what happened? I sent the text and I was like, oh, that was like, I'm so glad that's. And, and, and the friend was saying, yeah, you just got to face it sometimes. You just got to do it, which we all know, right? Um, but if you procrastinate, you're engaged in escape maintained behavior. Uh, how many of you have done your taxes? Because some people are like, oh, I'm going to get it over with. I'm going to sit down and do the taxes. We've all had our stuff supposedly to do our taxes now for, you know, almost two months, right? But how many people have already done their taxes? I have not. And I, I guarantee you that like, I'll, I'll, like, I probably should start on them this Saturday to sit down and do the taxes. And whether you do it with an accountant or you do it yourself, you got to get your stuff together, right? And, um, you know, I, I'll tell you, my house is so clean the last week in March because I, I, I'm always saying to myself, I got to get the taxes done before April because April autism, it's so busy. Um, so, and I know I got to do the taxes, but I would rather clean the house top to bottom than do the taxes. That is escape maintained behavior. Um, because if it works, if cleaning the house gets me out of doing the taxes, even for an hour, even for a half hour, even for two minutes, right? A lot of times people are smoking and eating because it's escape maintained behavior. Well, I got to eat something or I got to have a cigarette before I do that. And it only postpones it. Good morning, Christina. It only postpones it for a short period of time. But the truth is, if it gets you any kind of a postponement of the thing you don't want to do, then you're going to keep doing that thing. You're going to keep doing it because you're getting the paycheck of, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to do that yet. I don't have to do it right now because I'm engaged in this behavior. I'm, I, you know, uh, I'm somebody who does this a lot. I tend to think that a lot of parents of individuals who are on the autism spectrum are experts at escape maintained behavior. Um, you know, I, I was talking to a parent the other day who, you know, sometimes when we have to meet with an expert about our kiddos, it's painful. 
it's just painful. It's not our favorite thing to do. Nobody wants to sit in here. Like nobody wants to go to an IEP meeting. Nobody wakes up and goes, woohoo, I get to go to an IEP meeting today, right? I don't know anybody who does that. Um, and if we could postpone it, we would. Sometimes the universe doesn't let us postpone it because there's a schedule and it's got to, you know, got to be the thing and you got to be there right then and you go, uh, I got to do it, right? But if it was up to us to schedule the IEP and do it, I don't know about you, but I would be like, ah, let's do it next week. Let's do it next week. When Jem was little, they wanted him to work on social skills. And so they put a social skills program into his, um, lesson into his program. And uh, they said, my supervisor said to me, Shannon, can you commit to having him have a play date this, you know, three times a week? And I was like, of course I can. If that's what he needs, that's what we'll do. But it was painful for me. It was painful for me to be with other kids and see things that other kids could do. And I wasn't really acknowledging that, but every day that the therapist would come to the house and say, okay, so did we set up a play date for today? And I'd go, oh no, we can't do a play date today. Uh, I have to work today and I've got this due and whatever. And, and, you know, it's raining and nobody wants to, you know, go to the mall. And it was that I had not initiated what I needed to do, which was to call friends and say, can you, can you come and be with us? And my kid's going to play with your kid and there's going to be a therapist. I didn't want any of that right? I wanted the, the benefit of it. I wanted my child to have the play date, but I was engaged in escape maintained behavior. And because I was working with ABA professionals, they made sure, and this is how we treat uh, escape maintained behavior is that they didn't let me have an out. So they said, oh, we can do three play dates a week. And they started showing up at my door with people with children so that I didn't get an out. And then I got to see, oh my gosh, my child learns more when he's got other children. And we got over the hump of my discomfort. And this is what we do with escape maintained behavior. When somebody, when the child is tantruming because they don't want to take the bath, right? And there's that moment that they are afraid and they don't want to get in the bath. Once you get them in the bath, they're happy as clams, literally. And they play in the bath and it's all fine, but it's the getting them in the bath that they don't want to do. What we do is we don't allow the escape from it. Now that sounds a little bit like torture. It isn't because remember when we talked about the behavior intervention plan, we give them the skill to ask for a break so that they can say, I need a break right now, right? And that becomes their escape maintained behavior, but that's appropriate. Biting someone, kicking them, whatever to not get in the bath that's not going to work long term, right? But saying I'm not quite ready. If we had if we had an adult on a zip line and they were on the zip line and they were all ready to go and they were like I'm not ready, they could say I'm not ready. Pause. I'm not ready until they're ready to go or to unclip themselves. So we want to teach those skills to our team to our, you know, our adults, our teens and our children, but we need to be looking at things and going where are we engaging where are we engaging in escape maintained behavior and then we can help those that we love with their escape maintained behavior make sense everybody got it uh let's look to ourselves first okay uh we're we're running out of time we need to get to danny so let's move on to our question of the day and i have a feeling i know what you know what are you hoping will go away what are you avoiding to the point that you're like, I hope it just disappears off the face of the earth? 
Because I tell you, I, I wish the taxes would disappear. They're not going to. Uh, what else do we wish would just go away? My list is too long of the things that I wish. Sometimes um, it's interesting. Somebody was telling me the other day about, you know, isn't adulting is exhausting? <laughs> because adulting for me means facing the things we got to face. I'm not always good at it. I got to be honest with you guys. Sometimes, you know, like the text the other day, I just didn't want to send it. Um, but, um, you know, if it's important enough, we have to face the things that we have to face and having people around you who care about you and love you to help you to face those things are really helpful. But what are you hoping today? Honest, honest, what are you hoping will go away? And, and is there even a chance? Cause sometimes stuff does go away. Uh, but is there even a chance that it will go away? All right, let's let's check in with you guys. Uh, and it says, what are you hoping will go away? But it's what are you hoping will go away? All right, let's take a look at uh, what our topic of the week is. Uh, our topic this week is the four usual suspects. These are the four usual things when challenging behavior is present. We've already talked about attention, um, that that's a big one. Escape maintained behavior, also a big one. Next week, we're going to talk about access to someone or something, a tangible, right? And then we're going to talk about the big one, which is when something is automatically reinforcing, right? And we all engage in all of these. Um, so it's important that we acknowledge that and think uh, think about ourselves and, um, and, and how we want to be treated with compassion about why we're doing these things. The why is super duper important. Uh, okay, so uh, our guest today that I don't want to delay anymore, she's an amazing young woman and someone who is always a treat to have on the show. Danny Bowman is joining us. She is the, I, I, I'm going to ask her if she's the, I know she started and created Danimation Entertainment, but I want to know what her official title is there. But this young woman in her very few years on the planet has already accomplished so much. We're so thrilled to welcome back to the program, Danny Bowman. Danny, are you there? You Hi, are Martina. there. Thank you so much. And I'm so grateful to be part of your show as always. We love it when you're here, Danny, because you're such a ray of sunshine. You're even wearing a bright yellow shirt. It's perfect. So Danny, um, for people who haven't watched the show before, I was saying at the start of the show that I, I that you self-identify as a, a self-advocate. And then I was like, actually, I don't know if that's true. How do you identify yourself? So I am Danny Bowman. I have a BFA in animation. I have an MBA, a BFA, and I am going after a PhD in positive developmental psychology. And I am the founder and chief creative officer of Danimation Entertainment, an animation company that I started when I was 14 years old. I am now 26 and I have autism. Wonderful. And I, man, that's pretty incredible. That's, that's a showstopper right there. And I love that the first thing, the first way that you identify yourself is, as having a master's degree. What is your master's in? It's a master's in global strategy and leadership. Wow, Danny, that is so impressive. I'm I, like, I, I don't feel worthy to be here with you. And I was saying before that I met you, I think I met you when you were 14, maybe 15. And by that point, you had already done so many things. You already had your own film studio. And I think you had already um, illustrated two children's book, books well, at that point. Well, it's now um, six and 
and then we'll all be publishing the seventh one this year. Wow. Um, and we should also say that you are someone who teaches animation um, and, and you have continued to teach even in COVID, which I think is absolutely amazing. Tell everybody uh, a little bit about, I don't, I don't even know where to start, Danny. There's so many things to talk about. Okay. Do you want to talk about teaching first? All right. Maybe a little origin about Danny Mation and about the reasons why I'm getting those three degrees then. Okay. All right. Let's do that. When I first started my company, my original goal was to open an animation studio, period. A year later, when I was invited to teach animation to youth on the autism spectrum like me at Joey Travolta's Inclusion Films summer camps. Over the next few years, I continued to do more camps while getting my Bachelor's of Fine Arts in Animation at Woodbury University. Then I decided that I needed some additional education to better operate my company so then I proceeded to do my MBA. Over the past 10 years, many students have told me what a difference attending my camps and programs made in their lives. Now I am focusing on my PhD in positive developmental psychology. My PhD thesis will be centered on the positive impact that my work with youth in the autism community provided for life-changing shifts in their perception of autism and eliminating the roadblocks that they may have perceived due to a disability. I just realized that just because I have autism did not automatically qualify me to work with the autism youth, even though I've been doing it for the past 10 years. I've never really been questioned if I'm qualified, but if I get a PhD, then then I for sure will never be questioned. So you see, all three of my degrees apply to my company. I strategically plan to get all three of my degrees because they will all help me develop my animation company and brand. First of all, my BFA in animation because it's an animation studio and animation's my passion. My MBA because I needed to learn how to run a business and of course my PhD in positive developmental psychology focusing on autism. Danny, I mean, it's just all so amazing. So, you know, I, I remember, as I was saying, when you were a teenager and you had your own film studio and we were all like, this, this young woman is amazing. She's going to conquer the world. And now we're just a little ways away. At some point in the future, I know I'm going to blink and I'm going to be calling you Dr. Bowman, which is going to be incredible. Um, we're just all excited to know you. And so... Right now, if somebody is watching this and they're like, oh my gosh, I want my child who likes to animate to take a class with Danny, what would they need to do? So in, we at Dannymation, we are providing one-on-one -on -one sessions. And we also provide the, the free workshop every Friday at um, 4 p.m. if you register. But um, this week, we are in the middle of, um, of the... There are so many new things going on in my life, but the main thing right now is that we are in the middle of participating in the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge for the second year in a row. And Dini Mation's team is participating in this film challenge. It's pretty amazing. So we uh, we had had some folks on talking a little bit about this uh, before, but there's this very short window of time in which Easter Seals says, okay, everybody go make a film. How much time do you actually get, Danny? We were given five days to complete the project. And the film that we're working on is called 
The Home Office, a live-action and animated mockumentary film about what it's like to be on the autism spectrum and work in an animation team and work in an animation with an animation team from home with a team of 12, nine on the spectrum and three neurotypicals. Wow. Yeah. And through so the five days, go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Five days through, through the pandemic, we all had to learn how to work from home. Not ideal to many, but some people on the spectrum find it easier than working in person. We also have many more opportunities now than before the pandemic. Even though, of course, everyone wants the pandemic to be over, working from home is now an acceptable option, a silver lining to this whole mess. Learning to work in person in an office, of course, is a good skill for everyone to learn, especially those of us on the spectrum. However, working remotely is so much easier for us we don't have to worry about being judged due to our awkwardness by working in a live studio and we get a chance to learn our craft before we have to focus on acting neurotypical in, in an in-person environment. For me, masking, for some of you who know what masking is, it's exhausting. For those of you who don't know, it's it means trying to fit in. <sighs> yeah, I, and Danny, I'm wondering, are there things that that we that that are you know are considered the neurotypical? I don't I don't know that anybody's typical, but in that that other the the what's deemed the neurotypical world, are there things that we do that make you feel like you have to mask? Because I just want to say to you, Danny, I think you're amazing, and 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 I hope that you never feel like you have to behave a certain way with me or on the show. We want you, Thank but are there things that we do that make you feel like you have to mask? The things that I would have to mask if I am just going to business meetings or having to like fit into a particular environment where they're not so sure about um, autism. But if I say, if I have autism in the beginning that they will know that I have autism, but, but I will say that autism is actually an ability to me. Although it's a quirk, but I find this is a positive ability. I think uh, masking is not quite necessary, but doing uh, weird quirks like talking to yourself or something right. like, or any other of those, it's people find it strange. Yeah, I wish we could get them to work on why they find it strange rather than asking people to mask. I think, you know, because I, I think that you're incredible and anybody who says others would, I, you know, I'll, I'll gladly do the fist fight in the, in the, in the lobby. Because, uh, because look at you, Danny, look at, I mean, you're incredible and, and you're an incredible talent. Um, let's, let's make sure before I get ahead of myself, uh, what is your website where they can go to register to take the free workshop on Fridays or to sign up for one-on-one -on -one classes with you? What's the website? You can find it at www.dannymationentertainment.com. And there is, and you, if you go to the website, there is a menu that says digital learning. This is where you can go to the, um, the free class, where you can register for the free classes, or you can um, sign up for our for a one-on-one -on -one sessions, or you can, um, or you can actually book a time where you can go for let's talk or for free consultation at Dean. And it's on the screen right now, you guys, but those of you who are listening in podcasts, so it's Danny, just like Danny's name, D-A-N-I-Mation, 
So animation with a D in front of it, entertainment.com. And check out all the wonderful things that Danny has there. Now, Danny, you were talking about this Easter Sills film that you're making, which has to do with the topic of employment. And I understand that you just finished making or you're finishing making a, a, a film with um, Joey Travolta about employment. Well, Joey Travolta about employment. Um, last year, I was filmed and featured in a documentary called Let's Work California. Though it, this has nothing to do with the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge, but I was. But Let's Work does talk about autism and employment. And speaking of, I also have a leadership certificate right in the back. If I just don't pull it out, sure. This is it. That's the certificate. Oh man, that's beautiful, Danny. Congratulations. Thank you. That is really incredible. I love that. Um, and so are we at a point yet where we can see that film that you're in with Joey Travolta? Is that out yet? It is on YouTube. You could be able to watch it on YouTube on their Let's Work California YouTube page, I think. Okay. All right. Wonderful. And you guys, you have also been very involved. We've had um, Alani and uh, Jason Weisbrod on the show talking about the short film Boys Don't Wear Dresses. You guys have been winning so many awards and you participated in that because you did the animation or, or did you oversee it or you did it yourself? How did that work, Danny? So how that worked is because I have led an animation team for doing some animation seg for the animation segments for this um, amazing um, short film. So we had several of our students that did character designs. We've did they did some assistant animation and I did all the cleanup and all the um, the main parts. So I'm lead. So I do not only an animation director, but also an animation lead where I put all the animation assets all together in this amazing short. And, and I was so happy that um, last week when I was um, teaching a class and had to let everybody know that I have to participate for the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge, Jason Westbrod was in the middle of a film festival that was called I think it's the film festival was called just, I think it's called just film or something, which won two awards, including best of the fest, which is really, really amazing. It, it is that film is just that, that film is doing great things. I want to let you know, Randy is saying Danny uh, and uh, Avani says, good morning. Judy wants you to know that Danny, you're such an inspiration and Huma is saying hi to you. So um, feel free to write into Danny right now with any comments that you have. We're checking those. If you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, or if you're on Twitter, feel free to write those in right now. So Danny, I, you know, um, I, I just want you to know you're such an inspiration. Oh, Huma wants you to know that she's writing in from Pakistan. Wow. So we've got international in, in the house here, which is wonderful. It was such an inspiration personally to me, Danny, when you um, got to the age where you were off to college, because I was like, look at that. You were somebody that I knew and, and you were so excited and you were going off to college. And I was like, look at that. It was very inspirational to me as a mom. Last year, um, we, you were on the show and we were talking with you and you were talking about Woodbury. And my son applied to Woodbury um, because he was inspired by you. And uh, he got accepted to Woodbury, um, wow. which is, 
I don't I don't know if he's going to go there because he's he's gotten several acceptances and so he's still waiting to hear from some colleges. But I want you to know that you inspired that, um, and we want to thank you for that and for putting that message out to people. And then I love how you just described for us, you know, why you decided to go for the masters and why you decided to go for the PhD. But I'm wondering if you could tell us. Is it challenging for you to be in, you know, in those classes? And I mean, when you're talking about positive psychology, boy, I, I, you know, I'm in awe, Danny, that you're going back for that. I would be frightened. Is it challenging for you or is this just easy for you? Well, the acceptance part is easy for me. Yes, I've been accepted to Claremont Graduate University, but I am still considering other options. I'm still waiting to hear from USC, Pepperdine, and UCLA. Those are my several other options. And there's one um, most particular a message that I heard from. Have you heard of the Have you heard of the phrase "When one door closes, the other door opens"? Yes. That's why it's very. Um, that's why I remain open to options. Okay, but is it, did you find it difficult to be at college? Did you, it can you know, be difficult, but if I have um, assistance around like the, um, like, like the Center for Disabilities, if they have that service, they would, they would help me. And they've been helping me like go through, go through uh, my college years, undergrad and graduate years. Wonderful. Now, Danny, you also are an amazing speaker and have um, spoken at many different, uh, locations and for many different groups. There was, I remember a couple of years ago watching you as you were getting ready to speak at a conference in Alaska. Uh, and I was like, look at that glamorous right life that girl is living. Um, now COVID is, I imagine, shut some of that down, but if people wanted to book you to speak at their event, either virtually on, on Zoom or when COVID is, is that much better for you to travel, where would they go to talk about having you come to speak to their group? So they will, okay, if, can you repeat the question again? Where should people, if people wanna book you to come and be a speaker, where should, should they go to the Danimation site? Yes, they should go to the Danimation site. They can even email me at, um, you can email us at dini at danimationentertainment.com or you can email it to the, C, the CEO, Patrick, Patrick Ida Miller, who runs um, Denimation, he's the co-founder and he's also the CFO. You can email him at patrick at denimationentertainment.com and he will okay. like, um, get the information on the um, <clears throat> on public speaking. Okay, wonderful. Judy says, uh, my, my autistic 10-year-old granddaughter loves art. Home today watching. Uh, she's, uh, she has autism um and doing uh all that they can to give her self-esteem and they say thank you danny that um you should feel proud of yourself and thank you brenna for putting in danimation.com uh, i love it when our guests help us out and, and put it into the the and brenna says go danny brenna uh, we, from florida and she's also see. part of the easter seals disability film challenge team there you go there you go. Well, welcome, Brenna. Um, we, I think we're all in agreement, Danny, that you are remarkable. Um, so I also want to say thank you to you because in COVID, you have been one of the sanest 
influences of anyone. There were early into to COVID when people were like really arguing about the mask wearing, you put out a video about why people should wear masks, why people should be staying home. Um, and I think it was very influential. I think it was something that was not only of benefit to folks in, in the, 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 the autism community, but I think it was beneficial to a lot of people. And I know people are curious about how you are doing now in terms of, it's been a year. How are you doing with um, this change and how are you feeling about COVID about now? For COVID, I still think it's um, pretty stressful, um, but I pivoted, I indeed pivoted from from in-person to online workshops and the uh, and the workshops, um, if you go to the Deanie Mate, if you go to my YouTube page, I've um, did some videos and I did some videos of the um, the of our virtual workshops, including three weeks of animation gets real, which was um, a huge success on Zoom. And we also did another week, which is the Deanie Academy virtual summer animation workshop, another huge success via on Zoom, which is amazing. And we're still going, and we are going to do this, do it again this year. Animation Gets Real and Dini and Dini Academy Virtual Summer Animation Workshop. I love that. This is an opportunity, you guys, for those of you who are watching, if you or, or your kiddo um, is someone who's interested in animation, Danny has been doing this for so many years. And it was a couple of a couple of years ago that um, you went to England um, to teach animation, and I, I don't was that like a two week camp, Danny? When you it went was, to England, it began as a one week camp. It okay. didn't really start as we were originally going to have a two week in person camp in um, in twenty twenty, but because of this pandemic, this got canceled. But we had at least a couple of um, students from England. England to participate at the Dini Academy virtual summer animation workshop. We have well, that's good. That but, means uh, that people from different parts of the world attend our work workshops and our yeah. one, one sessions too. Well, and and I just want to point out that um, you know Danny has been so successful in helping individuals who are on the spectrum uncover. I just think that Danny has a rare patience, but she also, um, I don't know, you're just so talented, Danny. You have a you have a clear vision and you're able to convey that to all different types of folks on the spectrum. Um, and it's really remarkable, you guys. So I really encourage you, if you're not sure, if you're nervous, Danny's got the the Friday um, free class. It, what harm is there? Register, have your child or yourself take the free class with Danny and see how it goes. But it's so, such a worthwhile thing to do. Uh, we've seen people really blossom. And uh, Brenna says, Danny is the definition of a leader. She sends you a heart. She says, I'm so proud to be her colleague and her friend. And then she also put a link to a video for people to watch. Um, yes. and, um, they're asking for the YouTube channel link. Oh, and then that is what Brenna gave. Uh, there we go. And they're saying that they'll check it out. So Danny, so we know that in the summer, right now you're making the Easter seals film this summer, you're going to be doing those camps and, and, you know, the opportunity for people to do one-on-one. -on -one. 
Do we think that it's in the fall that you're going to start working towards your PhD? Is that when that's scheduled to be? That's what it's scheduled to be. If I, if, if I plan to, if I choose, it really depends on the situation. If I get to accept it to a different um, college, if I get accepted to a different college, it could happen. Yeah, but you've got options. Is there anything else that I, because you have so many things going on. Is there any, and by the way, please, are the books are on Danimation also, aren't they? The children's books? Uh, the children's books, we would have to like, um, up, we would have to update the books some section in our Danimation website. So, but they could go to Amazon. If they put your name in Amazon, can they buy the books that you have illustrated? Yes. Okay, so go to uh, go to Amazon and put in Danny Bowman and you'll see the different, she's got some great children's books, you guys. So um, is there anything else, Danny, that you have going on that we haven't asked you about? Okay, so um, maybe maybe I, if you wanna get to know the, our Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge team, let's, let's hear that, okay? Okay, so, let's talk about that. All right, so Rich, for those of you who have seen my 2020 film, Our Animated Minds, we have like um, about more than six, we have like about more than six team members. And now we have like over 12 team members. What's really cool is that there are 12 people on my team. Nine of them are on the autism spectrum and three of them are neurotypical with me leading a team. Some of them are my previous and current Danimation students and three of them are Danimation's instructors. What's really interesting is that all of my teammates are from different parts of the world. In Florida, we have, for animation and voice acting, we have um, Arturo Grito and Mark Matawad, who are my students from Animation Gets Real. We have Brenna Werner, which she is watching live. She, she's the one who wrote the screenplay. And we have another student from Florida, Dialene Owen from Animation Gets Real, who's doing the backgrounds. We have uh, my friend who's who was a Joy Travolta student from Florida and also a friend of mine, Keaton Becknell. He's doing the original score and he's doing voice. And we have uh, Phoebe Clark from England. She was one of my students from our Plymouth University camp. She's doing the animation and voice. And we have a uh, Morgan Knapp who's, who attended my one-on-one -on -one sessions in the Danny Academy Virtual Summer Animation Workshop. She's doing animation and voice. And, for, and from California, we have Kira Maiz from San Diego, California, who's doing the animation. Chris Castillo, my friend, my fellow alumni from Woodbury University, he's doing, and a fellow animation instructor who's doing animation voice, and he's the assistant story editor. And we have Paul B. Gomez Jr. from Inclusion Films. He's gonna be doing special effects and he's the assistant animator. And we have Sandy Bielma, who's doing live action story and cinematography. And yours truly, Danny, who's the producer, director, lead animator, editor, and audio mixer and compositor of this for the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge film we're working on. And I also Danny, And you also what? I for also need to mention, I can't wait to, to mention that what else am I doing in this life? <clears throat> I am now Toon Boom's 2021 ambassador. And so what, explain to people what Toon Boom is. Toon Boom is an animation software company based on, based on Montreal, Canada, which does, um, which they provide the animation software such as Harmony and Storyboard Pro to major animation studios. You know, like um, several Disney animations, like they, they did 7D, they did animations like some of you watched 7D or the DuckTape, 
like the Seven D or the DuckTales or Gravity Falls or Star Wars Force of Evil, they're done in Toon Boom. Or um, or shows or your favorite shows like The Simpsons or SpongeBob SquarePants, those those are done in Toon Boom Harmony. And we use okay. Toon Boom Harmony for the sum challenge. Okay. And when you teach students, are you using Toon Boom to yes. when they're is that what they're animating on? Yes, they that's the software that we use. It's really and it's really cool. And for Toon Boom, they're gonna give me a page on their website showcasing my work, and I'm very honored to be to represent them. As yeah. you know, I've been using Toon Boom software to animate since I was 14. Yeah, I, that's amazing. It's they should make you the ambassador because who would be better to be their ambassador? Um, and so Brenna, thank you so much. On Facebook, you guys, she is putting all the links in for everything. Brenna, you're amazing. Uh, she's got your children's books on Amazon um, to find them, and also where to go for uh, Tune Boom to give that a try. So that's amazing, Brenna. Thank you so much for doing that. Now, Huma had a question. She wanted to know if the programs that you're doing during the summer, are those live or will they be, is it possible to do them recorded? Um, recorded? So yeah. Can, so we could do it record. I think we do, our, our videos are being recorded. So um, we don't typically do, we never thought about doing an, a live streamed uh, virtual summer workshop, literally, but okay. uh, Everything has been recorded. Every videos that we did has has been recorded. Okay, because she's in Pakistan, so the time change um, can her child take the class at whatever time they want to. So you might be doing the class at ten a.m., but she wants to do it at ten p.m. Would that work? Um, ten p.m. Okay, so if I was, I think that would work. It would really depend on the schedule because I have. It would be not. I would be happy to be teaching students from different parts of the world, but um, I would have to find accommodations. Okay. We'll figure things right. out. We are 100% flexible. Okay, wonderful. So check that out. Write to Danny and you guys can ask those questions. Danny, I just tell you, I, I mean, I, I said at the beginning, she's so inspirational, you guys, right? You're, you have a light about you, Danny. Wherever you go, I'm always excited to see you. You, and I love this yellow t-shirt that you have on, but you know, one of the things I miss about being at events is getting to see folks like you and you have a sense of fashion. You are, uh, you know, I, I always love to see what you're wearing, Danny, because this you, is the t-shirt that we wear for our Danny, when we did an in-person um, Danny Academy animation workshop back in 2009. We were teaching animation at Technics Academy down the street in Montrose. Very cool. So we need to wrap this up, but I just have to say you're so inspirational, Danny. When, so you're, which, so you got five days to do this Easter Seals. Which day are you on now? Is today day one, day two? We are right, we're currently right now in um, day three. Day three, okay. And then, and then you'll submit the film. And then when do you usually hear back from Easter Seals? Um, when I hear back from D Easter Seals, sorry. It's like, when do you know who won? Let me, let me double check. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's, it is six. Actually, it is about six days. So okay. we have five days to produce and Sunday to submit. Okay, great. 
And then let us know, because uh, it sounds like a really great film and we look forward to hearing it about it and we look forward to seeing it. Look forward and, and yes, we will soon, we will be, it will be uploaded from, it will be uploaded to the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge um, YouTube page and also okay. on Facebook and on their Instagram. So once okay. we submit our film, it will be going through, it will be going through what's called the campaign phase where we start promoting our film. Wonderful. Danny, you are remarkable. Will you please give, do me a favor and give my love to your family because they're amazing too. I know you got to get back to work to your team that they're waiting to get back to you, but thank you for sharing all of these things with us. We look forward to seeing what you do next, Danny. And, and I look forward to calling you Dr. Bowman. Thank you so much. And thank you again for having me on, having me be on your show. Danny, you need to have your own show. Like I'm sure people have told this to you before, but you're remarkable and you need to have your own show. Uh, so someday, I know you're busy, you have other things to do, but someday I look forward to that. All right. Uh, much love to you and to your family and stay safe. And we'll look forward to seeing you again sometime in the future. Look, looking forward to seeing you too, Shannon and everybody. All right. Bye-bye, Danny. Thank you. Bye. Uh, oh my gosh, you guys, uh, she's so inspirational. Isn't she uh, really remarkable? And, and, you know, we, we didn't get an opportunity in this format to show you her work. Uh, you got to hear her talk about her work and I don't know about you, but it just makes my heart beat faster, but now you need to go look at her work and look at some of the work that she was doing when she was 14 and the work that she's doing now. It's really incredible. Uh, much love to you also, Brenna. Um, we'll be sure to offer the link once it's available. Thank you for all your interest in our film. Yes, we would love to see what you guys are working on. And as we, you know, before we came on live for the show, um, you know, when we send a thing to people, first of all, uh, when somebody asks if they want to be on the show, if you're watching right now and you're like, I want to be on Autism Live, please know that you can absolutely submit yourself. We ask, you know, that people submit yourself, that you can email me, s.penrod at autism-live.com, but you have to tell us what it is that you'd like to talk about, right? Um, so we usually ask you to send three to five talking points um, about what it is that we would discuss on, on the air. And then, you know, we say, yes, we'd like to have you be on, and then we send you confirmation and you have to send us forms, and it's a little exhausting. And a lot of people find that it becomes, and you have to remember when you're going to be on. And then there's a link that you have to, you know, press and you have to be there early. And not everybody is good at this, right? But Danny is the ultimate professional. Um, and, and I, you know, I've said to people in the past, listen, you know, we're autism live and we're very forgiving and you didn't get your form in, but you know, let's do this and, and whatever. But you know, I know that if they were, for instance, going to be on the Today Show, that probably wouldn't fly, right? Um, but let me just say this about Danny. Danny is the most consummate uh, professional. And so she was already backstage because there's a backstage. And if somebody's there before the show starts, I can have a little conversation with them. And, and she was there checking her cameras and making sure that everything was right and checking it herself. And, and, and I said, well, you know, we're going to start the show. We'll talk to you in like 20 minutes. And she said, oh, that's great. Cause I got to go help them set up the stuff for the team. Um, cause we're filming at, we're doing stuff at 11. And, and I was like, look at her. She's just like the consummate professional. 
Um, so I just think it's remarkable. It, it makes my heart hurt to hear her say that, um, that for her and for other people, that there is this need to mask um, and to, to have to feel that they have to cover up who they are um, because of a quirk or something that somebody else finds strange. It just makes me wanna sob. Um, and, I, and I wanna say to anybody who is watching, you know, we always say that this, this um, show is for everyone in, in the autism community. And by that, I mean folks that are on the spectrum and all the people who love them. And for those of us who are in the category of, we love individuals on the autism spectrum, I think that part of our mission in this life is to start spreading the word that people need to get comfortable with their own feelings and stop deciding that our kids and on the people that we love are acting in a way that's strange. Um, this is part of the work that we can do in this life is to start calling that out whenever we see that. Um, you know, I was so upset earlier in the year when on, I guess it was last year on Big Brother, um, Ian was on Big Brother and Ian rocked and, and people on the show, um, you know, said that it was, weirding them out and it was so strange and they said things that were really inappropriate and hurtful. Um, and they didn't say them to his face, but they, you know, they knew that he would see it eventually. It just broke my heart, especially because if you look at the video of all of them, they were like, you know, he rocks. Yes, he was rocking. But one of the girls who was complaining about this, her foot was going a mile a minute. And I thought, when are we going to start to take ownership of the, the human experience and that, yep, we're all wired differently and we all need different things, but why are you calling out that behavior as, as weird or odd or strange and saying it makes you uncomfortable? And, and we need to tell people that's on you. If you're uncomfortable, you need to deal with that yourself. Why are you uncomfortable because he's rocking? If everybody walked up to you and said, we're uncomfortable because your foot is doing this, how would that feel for you? Um, and we, so we need to be calling that out. And, and Danny just reminded that, me of that because how anybody could look at Danny and need for her to be anything other than what she is just maddening for me. Uh, she's an amazing young woman. Are like about to be out of time here, but I and talk about you know tomorrow and meeting another two amazing young women. Yadira Calderon is going to be with us tomorrow with Rainbow Moshi, and um, uh, Rainbow is another talented young artist. She has just published her second book that I think is out this week on Amazon. And um, so we're going to talk to mom and daughter about what they've got going on. Uh, I know Rainbow was just involved in a documentary. And Yadira is one of the most inspirational people I've ever had uh, the pleasure to be around. So we're just continuing the love fest here. And then um, we're going to be back live on Monday uh, as well with a whole, we're just ramping up to April. And we've got some really big things in the works for April. So I just want to thank all of you for being here and, um, for writing in, um, 
and and sharing your thoughts with Danny and cheering her on and and for just being a part of what we're trying to do here because it's it's a privilege for me to be here with you and I want you to know that that I feel that on a regular basis. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow with Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy. Nancy and I will be here with Yadira and with Rainbow Motion. So until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now.